Oh, yeah, yeah. Acting a little crazy. It's certainly been a little bit like that uh, with the Aztecs. Uh, they're trying to just get these links together. Everyone's so busy just uh, making sure all is right uh, come uh, 12 o'clock uh, tonight with the lifting of uh, uh, the last of... Uh, the borders here in WA, here in the Kimberley. This also means that uh, access into Aboriginal communities is going to be possible, according to our federal member for Jurak, Melissa Price, who's with us now. Hello, Melissa. Hi. Good morning, Sandy. Thanks for having me on. Pleasure oh, to be with you. Oh, thank you. Straight off a plane and onto a telephone. How good is that? <laughs> I'll do anything for you, Sandy. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you. Yeah, likewise. Uh, Melissa, just uh, good news, isn't it? I believe you had a conversation last night with the Federal Minister, Greg Hunt. Yeah, that's right. So the news is, uh, I, I was, people will know that we've had these restrictions for some time and I've been very vocal about the restrictions that have remained in place for the Kimberley, that it was time to lift them. I was always very cautious about talking about the restrictions being lifted off those 270-odd remote um, Indigenous communities. And in fact, Sandy, they will still um, have their restrictions in place. We will. The federal government will lift its biosecurity restrictions off the whole of the Kimberley, but the state will then have their own state of emergency restrictions in place for those 200 odd Indigenous communities until, and you know, this is obviously a matter for the state government, obviously, until they feel comfortable in removing them. But the good news is, is that people can move freely around the Kimberley, um, not going to the Indigenous communities, of course, but people can come into the, into the Kimberley as well. And as you know, um, the tourism operators are on their knees. There's been significant impact to the businesses across the whole of the Kimberley. And it's time. And, you know, I've, as I say, I've been a bit critical. It's taken time to get to this point. But I'm very grateful that after speaking to my colleague, Greg Hunt, who's the Federal Health Minister, um, that he advised me uh, late yesterday afternoon that he had indeed signed off on it. So there was a little bit of a, a fist pump from me, I must admit, Sandy. Um, not, not that I had any doubts that, that, you know, it wouldn't happen. But you, you just never know that there could have been some technical reason why it couldn't happen, and I was very concerned about that. But anyway, all good news, and I see that the state government has also come out this morning and pretty much confirmed what I've been saying overnight. So very, very good news and just so great to see the social media and people from outside of the Kimberley talking about they've already made plans for a visit, you know, and sometimes they're people who've never been to the Kimberley. But, uh, gee, we need it. The business business community in the Kimberley um, has really, really suffered badly. So I'm just, yeah, very, very pleased. So as from, yeah, like one minute to midnight, I think, is the official time. So effectively midnight tonight, um, the Kimberley's back open again. And and when you talk about uh, the biosecurity lifting federally, what does that really mean? Well, there's, there's people that live in the Kimberley will know that there's been a number of restrictions. The first one, I believe, was the state government who put a state of emergency, which effectively uh, restricted access to the Indigenous communities. And then not long after that, the federal government... Uh, decided to put, so it's Commonwealth legislation, it's effectively the same thing, but it put the restrictions over the whole of the Kimberley. 
um, as well as parts of the East Pilbara and also uh, parts of the Northern Goldfields as well. And, and also the whole of the Northern Territory was subject to a biosecurity um, restriction as well. So as of one minute to midnight, I believe the whole of the Northern Territory um, biosecurity will be lifted as well. So that's really great news for them. So the next thing we've got to work on is the people from the Kimberley and the people from the Northern Territory being able to move across the border. That's the next thing on my agenda. Removing the hard borders there. But uh, I believe you've also, like you said, touched on uh, business people. Uh, There's been some real heartache over the last couple of months. Yeah, that's right. As you know, look, it's seasonal and... Tourist operators, hospitality um, providers, they understand that's the business environment that they, they are in in the Kimberley. During the wet season, it's pretty miserable. You know, they, they may not make much of a quid, but, you know, they, they prepare and they spend money preparing for the dry season. So this is all, was, you know, significant funds spent preparing their business or their product, whatever it might have been, hotels, etc., hospitality outlet, they're preparing for the dry season. So... To not have those tourists that they were planning on and, you know, people have lost a lot of money. So this gives them a chance now, Sandy. It gives them a chance to salvage something of the 2020 dry season. And I predicted, and I may have shared this with you a few months ago, that as painful as this has been, I think this has really been able to shine a light on the Kimberley, um, just the plight of the tourism operators. And, And I think that... When we get over the hurt that we've just endured um, that with, with respect to the Kimberley businesses, I think the tourists are going to flock to the Kimberley because it will be, it's already seen as, you know, a beautiful destination. But from an international tourism perspective, you know, it's much, it'll be that much more of a clean and green environment. International travellers will be looking for that place to go where it's not just a beautiful place to visit, but it's also very safe from their health perspective, to visit. So we'll, we'll, we'll come back and check that in a couple of years' time, Sandy, my prediction. But, uh, gee, I I'm, I'm, I'm hope I'm right because I'd love to see, you know, more international visitors coming through the Kimberley. We don't get a lot of Chinese through the Kimberley, and yet down in the Midwest they do. So I, I don't... Someone will probably ring me and, ex, ring, ring and explain to me why that's so. But, um, you know, we certainly need a um, greater number of tourists, and it'd be lovely to see the tourism season a bit longer that would also be um, welcome news. But for now, um, I know those tourism operators will be will be really, really pleased with this news and they can, they can get back to business, which is what they want to do. And some of those Indigenous communities out there with tourism ventures? Yeah, they will be. They, that's right. They're, they're, I mean, and, and, and hopefully um, they will still be able to operate because they, they may live um, out of the community but operate a business outside. So they will still be able to get back and, you know, many of those businesses down Cape Levesque Road, as you, you know, Sandy, and they'll be able to um, get back in into the business and, you know, that's that will be welcome news for them as well. Those who've got a business on the community, which is a tourism-led one, you know, they may still be impacted, but as I said, that, that really is a matter for the state government now because they've effectively put their state of emergency back, o- back onto those communities. And they like access down the Gibber Road with uh, some of those uh, facilities uh, that are a part of, well, not in communities, but attached to communities. Yeah, so it'll, it'll all depend what the entry into the community is defined at, and the communities themselves will know that. As I said, you know, there's 
some 274 remote communities we're talking about. So you would imagine if you've got some facilities that are really on the major road, well, they won't be impacted. But it's actually just the, the official entry into the community. And I, I think that's I think that's smart. I think that's very sensible, very reasonable. Um, we just need to, you know, take it, take our time with respect to those communities, as you know, many vulnerable people living in those communities. Um, but, you know, hopefully it won't be too long before the whole of the Kimberley is opened up. Well, that's even better still. In fact, that gave us a little bit of a fright. Some people out there, which is why it was initially thought, well, it's got to be open slather out there. But I'm, I'm glad you kind of put the story straight for all of us. Yes, yeah, no, 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 no. I think it was, you know, it's it's just sensible. Um, you know, common sense is prevailing finally to open up for basically the business community. Um, and, you know, like I'm talking about um, tourists being able to go um, back into the Kimberley, but it's also good for people living in the region, um, you know, for because there'll be businesses that wouldn't have opened up because... You know, there's no tourists there, and that, that impacts people's quality of life living in the Kimberley. So it's also good for the people, you know, the locals as well, once all those businesses get up and running. So I just want to encourage people, get out there and support them um, where you can. And you, when will we see you up here next? Well, I'm doing my planning at the moment now, now that we know that I can come and come. Well, I could have come and gone from the Kimberley without any problems, but because I had an exemption as a federal member of parliament, but I, I decided, you know, not, not, not everyone would thank me for that. <laughs> so, especially because I'm, you know, in and out of Canberra as well, and just for the safety of the whole of the Kimberley community, I thought it was best that I didn't um, come in and out. So now that I, I'm uh, able to, to come in without needing a permit, um, it'll be... We actually were off to Canberra for two weeks, so it'll be sort of late June, early July is my best guess at the moment. Lovely, lovely. Look forward to seeing you. Well, I'm glad you had yeah. a chance to enjoy some evenings of uh, dinners there with your other half and a bit of uh, a rest time in between <laughs> the visits there to Canberra. Yeah, no, it's been, it's been, it's been good. You know, we're still, still busy, lots to do in the electorate offices and, you know, of course, my... My portfolio as well is as busy as ever, just trying to make sure we keep keep all that defence industry in Australia alive and kicking no time like now to be focused on being self-reliant. So that's been very important. But, you know, we've done a bit of painting and, uh, you, you know, in the garden, like I know a lot of people have done. It's been an opportunity for people to tidy up their place. Um, so, but yeah, I'm, look, I'm, look, I'm very pleased we're back to Canberra um, next week because we were due to go back next week anyway well, for the next two weeks. And for me, this is a sign of normality returning. So I think that's a really positive sign. So looking forward to it. Yeah. Melissa, and thank you very much for just constantly checking in and having these conversations with us. So appreciative of it. Yeah, my, my pleasure, Sandy. Thanks very much for the chance. And no worries. Take care and I'll, I'll see you in July. No worries, look after yourself. <laughs> okay, thanks very much. Bye. Bye. Melissa Price, our federal member for Durack there. Just uh, setting the story straight, there's a little bit of confusion, even I was to a certain extent of, yeah, how close can you get into Aboriginal communities because some of uh, those uh, service points are pretty close. But you've been able to get up the Cape Beak Road, no problem there. The, the Jadigin Roadhouse has been open 24-7 for service with their shop. 
uh, open six days a week, operating only close on a Thursday. So today it's going to be closed. Yes, they'll be open again from four to never. Yes, uh, tomorrow. Thank you for joining us. It's been yes. Uh,